This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is our number three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We are on, guys. Uh, General at your service. If you see me, bear me. N.A. Could use a, a beer, to be honest with you, after a, a, a broadest cul-de-sac haircut bet payoff there in the first hour of the show. You can see me at 105.3thefan.com. It's on Instagram, and friends and family members are starting to see it and just text me like crying, laughing faces. Taking yes. pictures with folks yes. here. Rally House in Fort Worth, Keelan location. Join us. Uh, Brian Broaddus is across the store. He's chatting with folks. Salute to you, sir. Here's Wolchuk and Shia Follow. Of course, you do have Lucius Alexander in the pimp cup back there at Master Control. L.A. Live with Lucius is coming up at about 540. Replays the G-Bag of the Day for you every day in that segment. So if you miss it, you can always get a recap of who it is. And, of course, Carter Freeman is coordinating your video at 105thethefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. Thanks so much, again, to our friends at Heim Barbecue. Uh, to Walt and uh, our friends at uh, Twin Peaks as well, who have delivered uh, some incredible uh, menu items for us. We got a full-on feast happening here, guys. Dude, are you kidding me? I just hope Broadus doesn't bogart all the fried pickles like he did last week. He <laughs> loves just put just burying his face in some Twin Peaks fried pickles. <laughs> are those showing up again? Oh, they're here. <laughs> they're in that bag over there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear the excitement <laughs> in his voice? Are those showing up again? Oh, oh my God! What are you, right. are you, are you what, kidding me? What segment is this? Oh, yeah. oh it's uh, Brian Esther. Oh, yes. got to stay Good on for Brian. Brian doesn't yeah. mind if you eat. Wow. Yeah, Brian. He he loves me though. Brian will be fine. Yeah, he really does love you. And that uh, voice of TCU, Brian Estridge, joins us now here in the G Bag Nation. And a good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? Fellas, if I'd have known that Travis was bringing Heim barbecue by, I would have never left. Well, hightail it all back here. Yeah, I know, man. Team just arrived here in uh, Los Angeles, uh, and now uh, they're going to run over to SoFi real quick, kind of check it out, see what it's like, so they can kind of get that out of the way and then uh, uh, get a workout in. And then tomorrow they, they hit the ground running with media availability in the morning and uh, practice in the afternoon and, uh, you know, kind of fine-tuning things in the game plan for George Thomas. All right, Estridge, I, I, I've known you a long time, though. Yeah. Is, is this the most excited you've ever been to call a game? Well, I'm not there yet, but I bet I will be. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it's obviously the biggest game for TCU. I mean, you look at the Rose Bowl in 2011 and, and where it stacked up. And, you know, you can make an argument at the time for TCU to be there out of the Mountain West and to take on a Big Ten team. But, I mean, this is this is different now. I mean, this is, the you know, who's the best team in college football? I mean, they're, they're not going to take this away from you if you win it. And so uh, there won't be any excuses made because you had to work your way to get here, you know. Whereas if you beat Wisconsin, they're going to be some say, oh, that was a fluke. They should have never been there, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to be the case here. I mean, you, you, you can't say beating in Michigan and Georgia – were flukes, you know, and, and rolling 12-1 and one through the season. So, I, I think this is obviously as, as big as it gets in college football. And, well, I mean, heck, it's been since 1938 since TCU right. was in one of these, so it must be pretty big. All right, now listen, your great call at the end about that, about the desert and quenching the thirst. 
Have you already got one ready? Have you got it? Your Jim Nance. <laughs> yeah. You know, have you already I'm got not it good down? At that, man. Yeah. It's just got to hit me. I'm not good at writing it on a post-it note. Don't app. lie to me, Esther. Yeah, you've got this maybe thing I written down. From to. the lights yeah. of Hollywood to the shores <laughs> yeah, no, of Tripoli. The frogs wear the halo in the city of angels. There, there you go, Esther. I knew you had it in you. That's in my mind. you had it. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of emotion, obviously. But, you know, you got to get through Georgia first. I mean, sure. this is a really good football team. And, you know, uh, Broadus, I know you've watched them on tape. I mean, this I is have. different. <laughs> this is different. I mean, it's different than uh, what they saw against Michigan, different what they see, you know, against Kansas State or Texas or whoever. I mean, these guys are big. They're fast. They're strong. You know, I was working through my – I was trying to create some room on my chart because I got so much information. And so I did the old find and replace and so I, want, I said, you know what, I'm going to take out the word consensus because it just takes up too much room. So I said, all right, find and replace the word consensus on the Georgia chart, and it popped up 31 times. <laughs> so that means consensus All-American, All-American or yeah. whatever. I'm like, that's not, a good, that's not a good sign for TCU. No, no kidding, Brian. I mean, this is a loaded Georgia team, and, and you know that probably better than any of us having gotten ready for this game. But, I mean, look looking at some of these guys on tape like we have getting ready for this NFL draft, I mean, Jalen Carter comes to mind as an absolute beast. He's going to be a top three pick. Is that one of the guys as you're preparing for this, hey, that's the guy that they've got to make sure they control at the line of scrimmage, or is it maybe this Keeley Ringo, Quentin Johnston matchup <laughs> on, the, on the outside? I mean, what are you most excited for looking at this Georgia Bulldog team and how they match up with TCU. I mean, name it. I mean, that's one, that's one of the things you could – you know, you got matchups throughout. I mean, you look at the offensive line versus that defensive line. And, you know, you get word this week that one of the Big 12 coaches said that he thinks all five TCU offensive linemen will be in an NFL camp. Well, they're going to have to prove it here this week. I mean, you know, this is where it gets for real. That one intrigues me. I'm, I'm intrigued by Dylan Horton, the defensive end of the Horn Frogs, who had four sacks against Michigan. Can he do the same against this Georgia offensive line that we know is going to be very well coached? I mean, can the TCU receivers get separation against a, a Georgia defensive backfield that's uh, far more athletic than what they saw from uh, – from Michigan, you know, okay, you know, so there's so many matches. What about this one? We were talking earlier, Darius Davis, the punt returner for the Horn Frogs, you know, one of the best ones in the country. Georgia doesn't have a great cover team in punt coverage. Can, can, can there be something there? So, I mean, I think there's a ton of matchups that we're going to be following that, uh, you know, will play a role in the way that, and, and, and oh, we, we, what are we going now? Five, six minutes. You guys have, you guys have been eating burn ins over there and we ain't even talked about. <laughs> Stetson Bennett and Max, uh, Max Duggan. I mean, you know, let, what about that matchup, those two quarterbacks going at it? No question. That's going to be legendary. And, and, and I'm curious, do you, as you piece apart this matchup, do you feel like there are some things that TCU can take advantage of or may have the advantage in any particular category? Well, I, I think if, you know, if you get Max Duggan moving with his feet and creates that, you know, that extra man that they maybe can't account for, I think that's a good thing. I think that's an advantage for them. They're not going to sneak up on Georgia like they may have done on Michigan. And I hate to say it that way. I, I, I don't want it to sound like, you know, I, it, they call it to say, I, I just think Michigan didn't know what they were in for. You know, I, they, they didn't even know what league TCU was in. And so I, I think that play, you know, Georgia's not going to be that way. Georgia's going to know all about it. Kirby Smart knows all about TCU. They played in the Liberty Bowl, what, a handful of years ago. So there's a little bit of history there. So, you know, can Quentin Johnson get that separation? I mean, you got to believe he can. I mean, he's had back-to-back 100-yard games now receiving. Uh, he's a special player. Uh, you know, hopefully he can he can shake himself free. That That's a matchup that they can take advantage of. I think these corners, too, 
and run support for TCU or maybe something that Georgia doesn't see week in and week out. Now, obviously, the SEC's got great corners, but do they do they hit and tackle like these two for TCU? Do, do, I, I don't know. So, I mean, I think you got a couple of different things there to look at. Voice of TCU, Brian Estridge here with you in, in the G-Bag Nation. We're broadcasting live in Fort Worth, Rally House, Healing Location. You know, one of the things I'm wondering about, and it could be annoying for some people because they want to enjoy the moment, and I definitely get that, but you know, can this be part of a breakout to, to maybe take over the Big 12 and, and be back in this thing in, in the coming oh, years? I like your thinking. I, I really do. I mean, I think that's what TCU's thinking. I think that's what they're counting on. It's what Sonny Dykes is preaching, you know, that, hey, there's an oppor- a real opportunity for TCU to be the elite team in this league now. And therefore, that you know, this game can really propel it to that. You know, with with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, you got four new teams coming in. You know, there's going to be uh, there's going to be an opportunity there for someone to become the the powerhouse program. And obviously, there's plenty of good teams and good programs in this league. But I think TV, TCU wants to fight really hard to beat that team. And I think they think they have an opportunity here to kind of jumpstart that uh, with a win here for this one. Are you kind of already seeing that, even if, if this game doesn't go TCU's way uh, against Georgia, but even just getting a, a five-star Alabama transfer in, in Trey Sanders yesterday. Yeah. But but some of the impact that just this run has had, beating a Michigan and getting to a national championship game, the way this season's gone for TCU, are you already kind of feeling that, that this has kind of put TCU on the map and, and players and recruits are starting to look at them like, yeah, I can go to TCU and compete for a national championship? No, I don't think there's any question. You got a top 25 recruiting class. It's only going to get bigger as it goes along here because you got you still got more guys that are going to be announced here in the coming days and want to be at TCU. So there's no question they're already reaping the benefits, not only in athletics. I mean, you know, I, I'm hearing numbers that they're throwing around as far as admissions are concerned. You know, folks applying to TCU. So it's it's hard to put a dollar figure on that. But you're right, and as far as football is concerned. This is grabbing the attention of a lot of recruits, a lot of transfers, and, and I think TCU is trying to capitalize on that as best they can. And you know, Sonny's one of the best at at, uh, at playing the portal. I mean, he, he's got that down pat. So right, let's let's see if that continues for him successfully. Speaking of, of the running back position, do, do you have any feeling on the status of Kendra Miller, or is that going to come down to a true game time decision? Sonny walked off the plane and walked over to the media just a couple of minutes ago and said they're going to try him out again today, see how he goes out there uh, um, today and tomorrow, and that will be deter- the determination as to whether or not he will play. Listen, Sonny, you, you guys know this from, from his days around. I mean, he, he's transparent. He's black and white. He doesn't play the injury game. He's going to tell you about a kid, and, and, and um, he, he's going to tell you whether or not the kid will play. And right now, I think it's fair to say he's questionable. Now, in my mind, that means Kendra plays, and I tell you what I'm basing that strictly on. The fact that they are they are going to work him out here over the next couple of days. That means his helmet's in Los Angeles. And if his helmet's in Los Angeles, Kendra's going to play, just knowing him. Brian, is there more pressure on the Frogs or on the Bulldogs? Oh, I don't think there's any question there's more pressure on Georgia. I mean, there's a lot of people saying, and TCU doesn't believe this for one second now, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Somebody asked this in, in uh, Sonny's media conference, if the Frogs have already won. That's not the case. They don't feel that way. But I do think that getting here uh, obviously is is an accomplishment for TCU. Now they want to go out and finish the deal. But uh, I think there's more pressure on Georgia. Everyone thinks Georgia should win this game. Obviously, you know, they're rolling through undefeated. Uh, Kirby Smart's team's been here before. They're trying to do the back-to-back. I, I, I got to believe there's a lot more pressure on them. Speaking of that back-to-back, can can we get some confidence from that and just how difficult that's been over the last 20 years, even for the most dominant programs? And and what do you, what do you think has been the problem for schools going back-to-back? 
Well, I think it's hard to play. I just think it is. I just think it's hard to get it done. And oftentimes you end up playing similar teams. You know, look at what TCU had to do this year, playing Kansas State twice this year. I mean, you, you kind of get a beat on somebody if you see them enough. And for Georgia, though, I think just getting in here again and, and, and uh, having an opportunity is a real accomplishment. Uh, that tells you a little bit about how Kirby's program's built here for them to continue to be hungry. And so I, I think that's pretty special that they made it this far. And now they, they've got to, to try to finish it off as well. Is Sonny Dyke showing that you can turn it around quickly in the portal era, or is this an example that other people can pull off, or is this just a, a special, unique, unique situation because of his his talents? Well, I think he inherited a lot of talent. I don't think the, I don't think the the uh, roster didn't have any talent on. That's for sure. Uh, so the uh, and, and so I think that, that that's one thing. But you know what he did is he, he went out and he find guys to fill holes. You know where they where they needed some help. Um, you know he went out and got a corner. Uh, you know, he went out and got a, a tight end. He he went out and found uh, ways to where guys could make a difference. And so, and those guys had an immediate impact on, on this team and on this program. So, you know, he talks about how you, re, you know, you recruit, you know, you, you, uh, you, you, you load your roster based on high school recruits, but you fill your needs with the portal. And, and so I think that's a pretty good thing. You want to, you know, you want to manage the roster correctly. You want to have the right numbers of guys in the right positions. But when those needs pop up, that's where you use the portal to augment it. He's been successful doing that. Brian, what's the deal with this uh, no no tail, no tailgating situation at SoFi Stadium? I yeah, mean, what's PC? the crap with that? I know that stinks, man. What's up with that in SoFi? I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're worried about fossil fuels out here and you know burning charcoal <laughs> who knows uh but uh yeah i mean it's ridiculous i just got a, i just got off the uh the rental car um bus which was electric and had to stop twice to charge before we could get to the car you know it's like <laughs> come on here so uh you know uh, the uh, yeah I, I i think that stinks because i think there's a lot of folks that would love to be tailgating uh prior to this one so you know we'll, we'll see but I, I think they're gonna throw a couple of parties in specific spots i know TCU's got about a 4,000-person tailgate party at the Hollywood Park Casino, which sounds kind of fun to me. Uh, Broadus has been there. He's lost some money there. Uh, anyway, they'll uh, – yeah. I mean, why would you go there? I, I wish I was with I you because you'd been losing money with me too. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, But, no, I think it's going to be a great experience. There's a lot of frogs that are going to be here. They, you know, they sold out their allotment of tickets uh, right away. They've been clamoring for more. The ticket value still holding its own, so it should be fun. Yeah, did you crack the same smile I did when uh, your athletic director dunked all over Dan Ravel on Twitter? Yeah, you know, all he said was, hey, reach out to me. I'll give you the facts. Man, we sold out right away. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the way it is. It, it, folks are, you know, always looking for, to scoop something that may not have all the facts. But the, but the bottom line is there'll be plenty of TCU people here. There'll be plenty of purple in that stadium. And I think there'll be plenty of people around the country pulling for them as well. Well, your coach, Sonny Dyke, said Marshawn Lynch was probably the coolest person who reached out to him after the uh, whooping up of Michigan to get to the national championship game. Did you have anybody in particular that, that you thought was pretty cool that you got to chat with afterwards? You know, I mean, it was good. to LaDainian and I texted back and forth, and then Andy Dalton, and both of those guys are going to be here, by the way. In fact, I, I just got handed a list. I think they're going to be 17. Was it 17? I'm gonna, I might mess this up a little bit. You know, I think they're going to be 17 frogs who play professional football at the game uh and then i, I think that uh, uh you, you guys are like this that uh that uh, luca and jason kidd are going to be in the athletic director suite of the game uh wow. so they're going to be there pulling for the horn frogs as well so folks are turning out for this one that's gonna be fun it's gonna be a, a, a close high scoring game brian what do you think 
Yeah, I think there will be some numbers put up on it. I mean, this is not going to be a 10-6 game. I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously, you, you, you know, you, you hope for a close game. You hope for a, a, a chance at the end. But I, think, I just think these two offenses are too good for it. For it not to put, for there not to be some numbers put up in this one, you know. So, and uh, you know, I, I think that's that's advantage TCU. I mean, I think they want a high-scoring game. They've had success uh, doing that. They've had success coming from behind if they had to. They had success last week jumping out in front of Michigan and hanging on. So, I think they want to see numbers put up in this game, and I, I think you'll see that. All right. Anything else before we let you go, sir? No, I tell you what, they, uh, the the uh, stadium uh, we we kind of breeze by there quickly. The teams over there now, I mean, it, you know, it's just going to be spectacular. The, fat, the track is fast, it's which I think benefits both teams because these are two speed teams. And you know, I I think that um, I think there's a lot of respect between these two programs already, and I I think we'll see that over the next coming days and get ready for a good one on Monday night. Well, Brian, go by and check out the forum too while you're over there. Just go look <laughs> at it. You just kind of like relive all these moments like man it doesn't yeah. look as impressive as i thought it was going to be you know <laughs> you know here's a, here's a, here's a great thing about inglewood and you guys know this story Inglewood's but amari de Ricardo had 150 yards against michigan's an inglewood native you know he could yeah. walk out in his in his street and then stand in the middle of the street in front of his house and see sofi stadium Jeez. you know his dad drives a bus here at lax and so I, and he said he said i'm looking forward to picking up everybody in purple uh, I, I just think that's pretty neat that Amari was able to come in in relief, run for 150 yards. This is a kid that went to Saddleback Junior College because he had two Division One offers. Not because of his grades. His two offers were Army and Navy. Mm. And he decided he was going to go and get bigger and stronger. Now he's got a 377 GPA with two master's degrees from TCU. And he might end up being the starting running back of the national championship game in his backyard. That's why we play college football, fellas. Man, amen. Is the party, is the post game victory party going down in LA, Brian? Or are you guys bolting right back here yeah, to yeah. Funky or what? No, it'll it'll happen in LA, and then uh, Coach has a uh, media conference on uh, Tuesday morning if you win, uh, and then the team will make it back. Uh, it's kind of uh, early afternoon on Tuesday, so that's the game plan at this point. But uh, business to take care of prior to that, so we'll see what happens. Dang, Thank Ryan. you, Brian. Have a hell of a game, and uh, we'll catch up with you on the other side. Appreciate you, fellas. Yeah, appreciate you. There he is, Brian Estrich, voice of TCU, joining us live from Southern California here in the G-Bag Nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.